0: What's up everybody welcome to the latest episode of the foul ball area podcast man it's been a while since i've said those words i don't even know the last time we put out an episode trey but we are back
1: before the postseason
0: yeah we haven't even done any postseason analysis postseason talk anything we've just been really really busy the whole month of october but we are back we have to get an episode out now because the world series is over the 2021 mlb season has come to an end and my atlanta braves are world series champions i've been telling a lot of people it's really great to know what this feels like. It's the first time they've won a World Series in my lifetime. First time they've won a World Series in 26 years. The last time they won was 1995. In my lifetime too, Matt. Oh, well, yes, your lifetime too, as but you're, the not, you're, Statesman this you're not a Braves fan.
1: But I root for the Braves.
0: Yes, yes, you I were rooting for the Braves. for
1: my Braves, as I, I've mentioned on this podcast, because the first baseball games I went to as a kid were Richmond Braves games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've all got connections to the Braves, whether you're a big Braves fan or whether you just root for them. It's really, really great to see the Braves finally win a World Series. Uh, We're going to dive into it over the next half hour here. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, we have to recap the entire postseason because like I said, we haven't had any episodes out throughout the whole month of October, but the postseason is over. The World Series is over. The Braves are World Series champions. I'm really excited. I'm really happy about this. It was, I mean, I, I just don't even have words for it. It's just, it's such a cool feeling to see your favorite team win the World Series. They've been close before. Like last year, they were in the NLCS, up three games to one against the Dodgers, ended up blowing that series, and it was very disappointing this year. Same situation, but they finished off, beat the Dodgers in the NLCS, made it to the World Series, and they ended up beating the Houston Astros in the World Series. I think the majority of baseball fans in the country were rooting for the Braves in this series because everybody hates the Astros. So. The majority of baseball fans get their wish. I'm happy. All the other Braves fans are extremely happy. It was just a really, really good postseason run by this Braves team.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, especially, you know, the key factors were kind of the Braves reaction to the injury to Ronald Acuna Jr. You look at Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario, John Peterson. You know, the moves they made at the deadline basically as a, oh, crap, we don't have our best player in the outfield. Uh, let's get a bunch of solid outfield players that can hit. That's, you know, a key reason why they won the World Series. And uh, just to uh, kind of pat someone on the back here, uh, one of us got nailed their World Series prediction. And uh, you want to say what that was?
0: Yeah, that was you. You called it Braves in six. I thought it was going to go seven games. You called it six games. Congratulations. I
1: I do have a question for you. When they were up, when it was 3-1 in game five and, you know, that would have been the Charlie Morton game, uh, you know, after breaking his leg, which the fact he got three outs is insane to me that he got, you know, three more outs. And then, and then got, it went out of the game. And, uh, but how, how do you feel going into game six? Were you scared? Because, you know, three, one, you know, three, one is kind of, you know, was dangerous for them last year. And let, let, let's just put it this way. Uh, the, the, Atlanta sports are uh, pretty infamous for uh, blowing leads. Let's just say.
0: Yeah i I was nervous when after they lost Game Five in Atlanta and sent it to a Game Six in Houston. I was nervous because be, because of last year when they blew a three one lead against the Dodgers, and because the the Astros were a very good team, and having home field advantage, I think, was big for them or i thought was going to be big for them um and like you mentioned about all atlanta sports you know the falcons blowing a 28 to 3 lead in the super bowl the georgia bulldogs blowing a lead in the college football playoff championship against alabama a couple years ago like georgia sports are notorious for blowing leads and choking in championship situations so i was really nervous going into game six and i was thinking that they have to win game six because if it gets to a game Seven. I think the Astros are just going to be too much and they're going to end up winning. So I'm really, really glad that they ended up winning game six in Houston because I don't know if they would have won a a game seven against the Astros, but man, it was such a good series. It was so exciting. Uh, I, I really was hoping they would sweep them at home and end up winning the world series in Atlanta. That would have been really awesome for the Braves fans to be able to experience that. So obviously I'm a little, you know, I'm sad that that didn't get to happen, but overall, it, there, there's not much to be sad about because they still won the World Series. It's still an amazing feeling, an amazing team, and just just really fun to watch over the past month this Braves team has been. It's it, Overall, it was, I thought, a very entertaining postseason. All the great series that we had, I mean, it, it's been a while since I've thought about any of them because I've been so focused on the World Series. But we had that Dodgers-Giants series to get things started. We had the Red Sox and the Rays. We had the Red Sox-Yankees wild card there was the first game of the postseason. Like, I, everyone's already forgotten about that, but this was, yeah. And the Yankees were two postseason. inches
1: from, uh, you know, having two home runs in that game. It, it felt like, like <laughs> let's not go, we don't have to talk about the, with that. No, I mean, that, we don't have to get we, into we we that. We already talked depth. about that, but, uh, it was cool to kind of vicariously, you know, I, we, we definitely had a couple conversations during their run. You know, you, you, to be honest here, you know, you, you got a wedding in a month and, uh, new job so uh it's it's been hard to sit down and record, but we've been able to connect uh you know as friends and and Brady Hess, a friend of the show, also big Braves fan, you know, having the journey through him, seeing his excitement, like to me I'm reminded of like when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl and that kind of emotion that came for me and when I see you know teams that I love that have struggled win the World Series, I just remember that feeling of kind of like, for Euphor- it's little of like euphoric relief. Like you're you're so happy that you're like, oh, they finally done it. Like, I don't have like you know, I can go the rest of my life knowing that the Braves have won a World Series when I've been alive, but the Eagles won a Super Bowl when I've been alive. Like, you know, it, it is now on the younger side of our lives, knock on wood, hopefully, but it, it's still kind of a, a relieving feeling, and it's it's pretty good to 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 watch this run. And they were you know, the record-wise, one of the worst teams, I think the worst team record-wise in the postseason. And to see them, you know, win it all, it, 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 their their run was very reminiscent of the, the Nats run a couple years ago. And you kind of can look at the parallels of that. You know, uh, middle-of-the-road team come the All-Star break and made a couple moves and decided to go all in and then got really hot late and, and snuck in the playoffs. And then just... Got hot and and won it all, and that's the beauty of the sport and beauty of postseason baseball, and it's uh, definitely going to be a memorable one for a while.
0: I think, so you're right, they they were the worst team record-wise in at least the National League. They had 88 wins in the regular season, the worst team in the playoffs record-wise. They had 88 regular season wins. They got hot in the second half of the season because they were not playing they weren't even playing 500 baseball at the All-Star break but at the trade deadline i mean this is how huge the trade deadline was for the Braves the NLCS MVP and the World Series MVP were both acquired at the trade deadline Eddie Rosario and Jorge Soler both those guys were brought over at the deadline like the, the, i don't know there has ever been a better trade deadline than what the Braves did this year what Alex Anthopoulos went out and did because You talked about it a few minutes ago. Like Ronald Acuna Jr. went down with an injury in July. Marcelo Zuna had legal issues off the field. He's no longer with the team. So that's two big bats, two starting outfielders that you don't have on the team anymore. And they had to do something. So what do they do? They go out there, they get Jorge Soler, they get Jock Peterson, they get Eddie Rosario, they get uh, Adam Duvall, bring him back from the Marlins. He was there last year and he was a great bat in the lineup for the Braves last year. They bring him back from the Marlins. Four great players that they bring into this team and they made a huge difference. Rosario won the NLCS MVP. Solaire he had more home runs in the World Series than the Astros did. He had three. The entire Astros team had two in the World Series. He won World Series MVP. So those two guys were obviously huge. Jock Peterson, he, he he didn't have that much of an impact in the World Series but he had some big moments in the series leading up to it i mean it's jock tober he had the D- pearls you know
1: ds mvp you know the way he played against the brewers like he was definitely you know jock tober was a real thing and like there's a you know he was a, a very much a key so you could argue like those three additions were you know the reason they won those three series so it it was a phenomenal move it was something that you know we we you know we kind of brushed over at the trade deadline, we talked about the, the Anthony Rizzo's Joey Gallo, you know, uh, those are the two moves the Yankees made a couple of others, you know, the Dodgers getting Dodgers, getting Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, which, you know, Max Scherzer pitched phenomenally, but Trey Turner was just missing in the NLCS. So um, it it definitely just kind of was an under the radar move by the Braves who went all in and, and it, it led to a championship and that's, it's just great to see.
0: That's what you've got to do. You got to go out there and you gotta get the pieces that you can that you think are gonna help you win and take you to that championship level. And that's what the Braves did this year. I mean, I'm just just looking back, I'm so happy with the deadline. I was happy with it at the time. I was like, okay, I, I like Jock Peterson. He's not great, but I like him. I like Adam Duvall. The other two, you know, they're decent, but obviously they proved to be the biggest pieces from that deadline as they, you know, performed out of this world in the postseason they were both phenomenal so yeah the trade deadline moves by the Braves this year were great um I mean I think w- when you look back at it it's going to be one of the best deadlines in history the Braves pitching was phenomenal in this postseason I i love the uh the the relievers you know you got Tyler Matzik Luke Jackson uh Will Smith and AJ Minter uh they had a couple of different nicknames for them they were calling them the night shift um I mean, the, I just love those guys. They were shutting it down against the Astros and against the other teams in the postseason. You had Max Freed, who was dominating. Ian Anderson is always great in the postseason. Charlie Morton. I, I mean, I do
1: have a question for you. Uh, you know, going if, – if the Braves lost game four, where they pulled Ian Anderson when he had a no-hitter, granted they gave out one hit in that game, how would you – how would you have been – Well. Like, tell me how you felt about the decision at the time. I know we talked about it. Like, you were like, ah, I I think we agreed. Like, really shouldn't pull them. Like, you get why you pull them third time through the lineup. But we we both felt like you probably don't pull them. But if they lose that game, is that decision kind of like maybe the turning point of this series? And it, it results in, you know, maybe Houston going on to win it?
0: I don't think so. I don't think, it, you know... It might remind you of Blake Snell getting pulled out of the World Series last year, but I don't think it's the same. I mean, I don't he he wasn't, you know, pitching phenomenal. He was doing well. The Braves were, you know, holding the Astros down, but and he, obviously he had a no-hitter going, but it wasn't like he was lights out on the mound. You know, he was having a good game. They hadn't given up any hits yet, but I don't think anybody thought he was going to go all 9 innings. Nobody thought he was going to pitch a, a complete game no-hitter. So I, I think it was the right decision. I don't think it would have, even if they had lost that game. I don't think anyone would have, you know, looked back at that and thought that was the turning point. Because I think it was the right decision to take him out of that game.
1: All right, and especially also, when the bullpen
0: has just been so reliable. Like I said, those guys, those yeah, four yeah, guys. That is
1: a good point. I mean, they 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 basically had a combined no hitter. Like, uh, if if what uh, Rosario takes like one more step, and yeah. he catches that ball and and it it's a no hitter. So. Uh, that is yeah, a good point. Was, it was close. And I uh well I, I do appreciate uh I your honesty. but and I, I know we talked about maybe Kevin, you know, at least for that day eight maybe the fifth, cause especially because you're gonna have a back-to-back bullpen days, you know, is another thing to think about. I, I know they were talking about that on the broadcast when I was listening to it.
0: By the way, you gotta give major props to those young guys that started for the Braves. That you know, they essentially were bullpen yeah. games, but they bring them up, basically tell them the day of the game they that had they're to. starting.
1: They had to because of Charlie Morton's injury. Like, yeah, that's what I think about Game Five. Like, if Charlie Morton doesn't get hurt, I think the Braves easily win Game Five. Uh, the way that guy was pitching in that series, so um, it, it's kind of interesting. You know, he baller that dude is. You know, to get out one of the best hitters in baseball on a broken leg is is still amazing to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to go back out there after breaking his leg and still pitch a full inning, get three outs, that, that's going to go down in history. I mean, it, it sucks that he was only able to pitch three innings in the whole World Series, but man, what a tough, what toughness from him.
1: Absolutely. And, and uh, I know, you know, there, there's one more baseball headline we have to talk about, and uh, which is, you know, how quickly it happened right after the World Series is shocking to me, just the announcement. But um, this was, you know, a phenomenal run. But, you know, I, I think it's time, you know, to look to next season, Matt. And do you assume, you know, I think if you're Atlanta, I think priority one through seven, maybe even one through ten, is to resign sign Freddie Freeman. I mean, is this, you yeah. know, to me, if I'm a Yankees fan, I, I, like, am I one of these teams that need a first baseman, which you could argue the Yankees are? they have to pick between you know like anthony rizzo luke boyd do you go and get Freddie freeman or you, you know probably i said the yankees will favor carlos graham will we'll get more into free agency in the coming months but that has to be you know top 10 priority list is is in the words of david ortiz after the world series pay the man <laughs> i mean i, I mean he yeah a blank check he, like
0: he a blank he, check he you know there was i think there's been a narrative of him not performing well in the postseason he shut that down this year. He had a great playoff run this year. He uh, he know, won
1: them that last game. I mean, yeah. he, he he had that RBI and then the home run to kind of seal it.
0: Yeah. And so he had a great postseason this year. He's obviously a great player, one of, if not the best first baseman in the league. It's an interesting situation because he has made it very well known that he wants to stay in Atlanta. He wants to be a brave for the rest of his career. He wants to retire in Atlanta. So by saying all that, he doesn't really have much leverage in contract negotiations with the Braves. So I don't know, like, are they going to lowball him? Yes, he does. And then, I, I mean, he, yes, he's a great player, but he is very, Yes, he
1: does because 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 there's so many teams in the league that will pay him so much money. He could have said whatever he wants, and he still can get a blank check because because he knows he can go out in free agency and and get whatever he wants.
0: He could, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. He, he could just... be like,
1: yes, I want to stay in Atlanta. And, and it also could be a play of like, he's going to be like, I want to stay in Atlanta. I want to stay in Atlanta. And if the team doesn't pay him, it makes it bad. You know, you got to win the fan base. That's part of it too. So, like, if the fan base doesn't kind of, it, it is against ownership, that could help Freddie Freeman
0: too. I, I want to say they re sign him but I I think they do. I am a little nervous just because they haven't gotten it done yet. I don't know how they let him even get into the season without having a contract extension. So I am a little nervous, but I want to say that they end up re-signing him and bring him back on a, on a long-term contract. Um, You know, let him retire as an Atlanta brave because he, he is, he's this generation's Chipper Jones. I mean, that's what he is. That's yeah. Absolutely. So, They've got to bring him back. It would be a real shame if they didn't. I really hope that they, they end up getting that deal done. That Yeah, you're right. There has to be priority one through 10. Like, don't do anything else until you get that deal done.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Now, moving on, uh, before we talk about, I guess, favorites for next season, big news that came out, uh, you know, maybe, you know, you could argue he was still the best at his position. Uh, Buster Posey announces his retirement, which is kind of, you know, a little shocking to come to think about it. You know, he, he still played really well this year. I know he, he's getting up there. He, it feels like he's played there forever. I mean, this guy's next step is, is Cooperstown for obvious reasons. I mean, this guy was one of the best catchers in baseball for a decade. So, uh, but how how did you react? Were you shocked that Buster Posey retired? And I think this affects a Giants team that was, you know, going to compete in the NL West next year.
0: Yeah, I I woke up this morning and I saw something about Buster Posey on Twitter um, and something about, you know, whether or not he'll make it into the Hall of Fame. And I was like, well, that's that's weird. Why are we talking about this right now? So I just searched Buster Posey real quick and see all the news that he announced he was going to retire. And I I was really shocked by it. I, I mean, he's not that old. He you would think he still has a couple of good years left in him. I mean, he had a great year this season, so I'm. Yeah, I'm surprised that he is retiring this early. I mean, he's 34 years old. Um, I just yeah, he's one of the greatest catchers of his generation, probably the greatest of his generation. And I think he I think he is a lock for the hall of fame. Uh, I think that you when you look at everything he's done in his career, I don't see any way that you keep him out of the hall of fame. Um, so yeah, you know, congratulations on a great career to Buster Posey uh but yeah this season he had 304 with 18 home runs uh, an 889 ops like not bad it's not like he's you know washed up so i don't know what what led to this decision for him but if that's the way he wants to go out then got to give him props you know they had a great season this year they didn't end up winning the the whole thing but they had a great season he's a, a fantastic player three world series championships a rookie of the year uh, you know all kinds of other awards, so yeah, he he's a phenomenal player, a great career, and I think he does end up in Cooperstown.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just don't see how you can argue against it. he's he's that he's that good. Like he was one of the best at his position for a decade, and to me, that that belongs at Cooperstown, especially at catcher. Um, so. Definitely a big blow for the Giants. We'll see what they do. I think they're going to be aggressive. You know, re-signing Chris Bryant uh, could be a big thing. And and what else will they do this this postseason? So, or this offseason, I should say. But, you know, looking at it, probably the Dodgers are obviously the favorites. They'll, they'll try to, you know, re-sign Scherzer. And among other things, and this is all assuming we have a season or what the season will look like because i think the the big question heading into next next season is what will it look like you know this is the looming labor negotiations you know they're going to have a work stoppage it's it's going to happen you know this the collective bargaining agreement ends so what what is going to happen to to the you know i think the most i don't want to say heated group but definitely the one that has the most issues the players association and uh The MLB.
0: Yeah, there's a I mean, this is going to be a really interesting offseason. Yeah, the 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 stoppage is coming, Um, you know, one way or another. Something's going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to happen. And it's just going to be an interesting offseason. You know, obviously that is going to dominate the headlines, but there's a lot of other stuff going on, like uh, a lot of big name free agents this offseason that we're going to be watching a whole lot of uh you know manager moves Uh, we've already had a couple of managers uh get fired and then get rehired so a lot of stuff going on this offseason but i think that labor negotiation is going to take the front page and that's going to be what most people are watching all offseason because you know if they can't come to an agreement there's no baseball so that that's that's the biggest thing this offseason and i don't know what it's going to look like but i think that there is some kind of work stoppage coming
1: i i completely agree and you know, I think we'll see what happens. Like my, my hope is that it won't go into the season, but would you be shocked that it would, uh, that it does?
0: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. I hope it doesn't. I would think that, you know, they, I think it's 50, can...
1: 50. I really think it's 50, 50. Like, yeah, I... like
0: that's
1: like, I, I might like I just have this fear that we're not going to have a season next year.
0: I would think they'd be able to get it done. You know, like both sides want, want the game to happen. I would think they'd be able to work together and get it done before the the season starts. But I, I don't know, you know, sometimes I don't have a whole lot of faith in those that are running this great game. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's definitely going to be worth keeping an eye on because it's what we do in the off season.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, uh, As I mentioned, Dodgers probably the favorites. You want to you want to give a early, 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 super early World Series prediction?
0: Yeah, man. I think the Dodgers are the favorites again. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say the Giants end up being really good again next year. They end up making it. To the world series and the white Sox. the white Sox, they i mean they're so talented they're so good they've got to just put it together in the postseason they've got to do it they've got to win a postseason series get to the world series i think giants white Sox next year that's my way too early prediction so you know don't hold mine me is
1: too. my mine way too early i think i like to hire by the padres uh, i think you know they getting getting the manager from oakland who's who's really good and has proven to do a lot with a lot lesser talent than he's going to inherit. And I think San Diego is going to be aggressive in free agency. And so uh, I will take, uh, I'll call it the Danny Vietti World Series, Um, (laughs) the San Diego Padres uh, over the Chicago White Sox.
0: Yeah, that's a good matchup too. And, you know, I really liked that hire by the Padres when I saw that. I was really shocked by that news, too, because they they just took him away from Oakland. I mean, he was still under contract there. It's not like it's not like they released him or fired him or anything. He was still under contract. So that was huge that the Padres hired him away from Oakland. And I'm I'm a little surprised that he would go. But also the Padres do have a very talented team. So, you know, it's, it's worth it. And I think that he, I think he's the kind of manager that they need. You know, Jace Tingler was he was all right. But Bob Melvin is a proven winner. So I think he's the kind of manager they need. I think that he's going to be good for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of proven
0: winners, sorry to interrupt you. Brian Snicker, man, like what can you say about that guy? I mean, he spent 45 years in the Atlanta Braves organization, finally won a World Series. Like he is just – how can you not love this guy? So many people over the past couple years have been calling for him to be fired when the Braves lose in the playoffs or when they lose the NLCS. People have been calling for him to be fired in the regular Including season. you. I don't think I ever said that. I don't think I mm-hmm. ever said that. But, sure. you know, 45 years in the Braves I never said Aaron so Booth He spent so much time as a scout, as a coach, as a minor league manager. Finally gets his shot as manager of the big league club. Takes this team to four straight National League East championships. Finally gets a World Series win in year 45 with the team. You love to see it. It's such a great story. So happy yeah, for Brian Snicker. I,
1: it's it's honestly one of the best stories out of all of it in in this. You know, I think the Braves have tons of great stories among their team, and you know, read the Jeff Passon piece, folks, about this team. I think it's it's very great, and I just uh, this is. It's always good to have these feel good stories, and it's what baseball brings. It's the true like reason people love sports are these kind of stories and. Man, it, it was cool to see the Braves win it all. I and that's uh I think that's it, Matt. You got any uh news or notes you want to you want to add? Anything uh I I think we're not going to go a whole month without talking about baseball again.
0: No, I think we but should uh, get back into the regular habit of uh that we'll, stuff uh, out every week. We
1: we still need to, you know, review all our picks. I I still have all of our over/unders uh from uh, on our sheet i think i have them all all traced down so we'll we'll see how we did there and if we made any money but i, I don't think we did well
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we should go over all those i mean we can go over look back at our preseason predictions we can preview some uh some free agent signings over the offseason preview some all kinds of trades and everything that's going to happen it's going to be a fun offseason i think like i said a lot <laughs> of big name free agents that are going to be moving around so that should be fun to watch
1: yeah, the dynamics are going to be definitely interesting uh this whole offseason. And I think uh Jeff Passon was making some notes on the Pat McAfee show about this could be kind of like a instead of a you know baseball free agency where it's it's slow and you know you know things can't get kind of done with it, it it could pick up because of the labor negotiations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to watch.
1: Well, thank you so much for everyone who, uh, who listened as always make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get the podcast, leave us a five-star review. We'd love to list, uh, shout you out on the podcast. Uh, you know, that, that boost our, our morale. We get more listeners because of that. As always, you can follow us at Matt in the news. Is that the new Twitter handle?
0: It's Matt King's news. Just Matt, Matt news now instead of Matt, Matt King's, King's news
1: at, at Trey Lyle VT is my personal one. Uh, if you want, uh, Matt's getting married soon, so send us money for his wedding. Yes, and, please uh, send
0: me money. I will greatly appreciate it.
1: Uh, any money Trey, as Trey's about podcast, to learn
0: next year, weddings are expensive.
1: Yeah. Oh no, I already know that. Uh, I, trust me, uh, my my fiance and I already know that. So, uh, she's will excited right at the end that I shout her out. And so, uh, as uh, Matt and Mariah are soon to get married, and so very exciting times we will have. Uh. A live edition of the podcast during during the (laughs) ceremony. And uh, it's going to be great.
0: It's going to be a fun time. As always,
1: thank you so much for listening. And we will be back a lot sooner on the Foul Ball Area Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.